it's good to be here today. Um, had a really fun weekend uh, with the kids this weekend. We had our uh, Bethesda camp uh, Friday and Saturday. Um, Friday was here at the Vanceburg campus, and uh, yesterday was at the Kentucky Heights campus. So we had uh, 10 students show up for the weekend, and uh, we had six volunteers this year to come and help us and it was just so awesome that they came and was able to help us but we had a blast the whole weekend uh albie had to say a few things to the kids that she was like well, that shouldn't be something that i have to say you know like we were uh eating out here in the in the kids clubhouse out there <laughs> and they're, they're like oh my god a spider you know and so they see the spider and one of our students michael he goes I'm going to go lick it. <laughs> like, And so he takes off running out the door, and I was like, Michael, do not lick a spider. Why is that something I have to say right now, you know? And I was like, oh, wow. And then I get to hear that one. And then um, she brings her her, uh, her makeup, a look of face scrub. And uh, one of the kids was there, and they were going to use it. And they're like, oh, this is sea salt. This ain't face scrub. This is food. So they... You know, she sticks her finger, and she's like, Michaela, that's not food. Do not eat face scrub, okay? Uh, and she was like, why is that something I have to say? You know, like, and then what was the other one? If you're sleeping on a table, try not to fall off, okay? And she was like, that's something I shouldn't have to say as well. But it was really cool because I walked into the Kentucky Heights campus Saturday morning, and I walk in downstairs, and they're like there's bodies everywhere and I look and there are literally girls sleeping on tables <laughs> like they were beds and it was it was really cool but um, <laughs> so we had a great time um, thank you guys for giving thank you guys for uh, doing that because that is what provided us the, uh, the food and, and for the games and everything and we just thank you so much from the bottom of our heart the kids had an awesome weekend in Christ uh, because of you, you made that possible. So I really, really appreciate that. As youth pastor, I uh, just wanted to say thanks, 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 thanks. It was a, a great time. So this week, uh, man, it's just been kind of hectic for us, but we've had a really cool uh, last two weeks in our Our Father series, and I'm excited to get started on the third week of that. Um, we've learned quite a bit um, in, the, in the past couple weeks, and uh, hopefully we can learn something this week as well. Um, I am taking over, uh, you know, just doing the sermon for this month, and, and Pastor Ben and Pastor Leslie actually volunteered to do the youth for the month, so it's really awesome, I think, and every time I think about it, it just makes me feel really good to know that, you know, my pastors are willing to say, I'm going to go work with the with the youth group, and I'm going to give my time and, and do that with them, and they, they go pick up the kids, they provide the snack, they do everything that me and Allie normally do. But they're doing it for us, and that's just really awesome that our pastors are willing to do that. We're very blessed to have them as our pastors. It's just so crazy to think about that. And um, this week, um, week number three, um, let's get started. Week one, I just want to do a real quick background here. Week one, we did discuss um, praying. Um, but not praying for yourself prior to that, right? So we didn't we didn't want to immediately go right into our prayer, just uh, requesting things and requesting, 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 requesting. We learned that, you know, Jesus wants to have a real intimate relationship with us, a relationship that he would have um, with his children and that you would have with your children or maybe you have with your dog if you have a dog, whatever, you know, whatever you treat as your child. So, um, <laughs> 
So, I mean, that's just uh, something that we learned. And then week number uh, two, we learned that um, – I apologize, guys. I wrote this down in pencil, and it's hard to read. I, I didn't realize it would be so hard to read. But we uh, discussed verse 10, and we learned to petition heaven for his kingdom to come to earth. And uh, we talked about how important that was just to spend time in our prayer just asking God for his perfect kingdom and his perfect will to come here to earth and just allow us to be, you know, just in his perfect will. And we prayed that that was possible. And we, You know, there's so many things that's happened in our community in the past couple weeks. And, and I just petitioned you guys just to hit your knees every day and just ask God for his awesome kingdom to come and, and for his peace to be over this place and, and just for the families that have been hurt awful stuff that's been going on just for that peace to come and that calmness to come and and uh, so we just petition heaven jesus says hey petition heaven and say ask for his awesome kingdom to come to earth and ask for you know just his perfect will to be here on earth as well and um that's awesome that's awesome so this week we're going to learn um a few things and we're going to read from um i think it's matthew 6 11 so if you guys want to stand for the reading and then we'll pray this is a long verse, so you guys' legs might give out before we get done with it. Matthew six eleven says, Give us today the food we need. Father in heaven, I, I'm so thankful for, for everything that you do for us, God, for, for this church. It's amazing what you've done here and, and what you're doing through us and, and what you're allowing us to be able to do and, and how you're allowing us to be able to reach people and just touch people's lives, God, that typically maybe wouldn't want to come to a traditional style church but we're different here and uh and god i just i'm so thankful that we're different we're different in a good way but father today as i'm speaking to the bethesda people i just ask that you help me that you just uh, be with me and just also go to the bethesda people and open their ears and their hearts and their minds to what you have to say to them this morning in jesus name we pray amen, amen. maybe see it This week, we're going to learn, um, as you've seen there, he said, give us today our daily bread, or as it said, was give us today the food that we need. Um, in this section of our prayer, you know, we have week one was, you know, call him father. He likes to be called father. And then week two was to, you know, petition heaven for his kingdom to come. And then finally, week three, the kind of the week that we've been waiting on and the thing that we typically jump right into right off the bat in our prayer Israel requests. So now we get to pray for the things that we would need, things that we would want. And uh, so this is our time, and, and this is the time that, you know, we usually shine. There's a whole lot that we can say, a whole lot that we can do. And um, I wanted to take you guys um, to a few different verses here in a second and read them. But um, what I definitely wanted to say right off the bat is, you know, how we did have those first two or three things, and now it is our turn. It just kind of shows us that we're not always first. You know, sometimes it's, it's not always about us, right? And so God, he, he demonstrates this really awesome, awesome um, thing where, you know, first it's love God, hallowed be your name, you know, love him first, and then, and then love people, your kingdom come, praying for others. And then love yourself. So give us today the food that we need. He, he, he models that in his, in his prayer when he's talking to his disciples. And, and that's just something that um, 
I found was really neat. I didn't really think about it that way until I got there. You know, Jesus puts us third on the list. He's like, put yourself third. Because sometimes you have to put yourself last, and then that makes you feel a little better. Maybe um, if you're praying for others first, then that makes us feel a little better. And just, you know, that's the order of things I think that Jesus wanted us to do. Oftentimes we get so caught up in praying for our own needs that we completely forget to pray for others. Um, it's, and then when we do that, um, I think our prayer life suffers, I think. If, if we're going to have a, a good prayer life, if we're going to have a well-rounded prayer life, it can't just be one of praying for ourselves. It can't just be one of praying for our own families. It can't be one of just praying for the things that we need in our life. It has to be praying about others as well. Um, and um, yeah. So it's not always about us. Daily p- dependence on God. There's two words I want you to look at in this verse. I know it's not a very long verse, but there's two words that I want to break bring out to you, if I can. And the first one is today, the word today. Give us today. Give us today our daily bread. Notice Jesus doesn't say give us for the rest of our lives the daily bread that we need. So it's not saying that you should have this um, prayer where you say, okay, I'm going to pray today, God, that you would just give me um you know, the strength I need to get through the day, you know, I'm just going to pray now instead. I don't want to pray tomorrow about this as well. So I'm just going to pray now that you will give me the strength that I need for the next month. You know, that way I don't have to spend my time praying. And so I'm just going to go ahead and get that out of the way now, and I'm going to go ahead and cash in my strength for the rest of the month. No, he says it needs to be a daily event where we're asking Jesus daily for his his provision in our life and it needs to be a daily dependence on our father in heaven right just like if leslie goes out of town she has to have somebody feed the dogs for her right tara it's your normally your job ain't it <laughs> so whenever she has those dogs absolutely depend on leslie she has to have the, she has to have somebody taking care of those dogs or else who else is going to do it right so just like that those dogs depend upon Leslie or the kids would depend upon the parents to for the food for the day for their for their clothing for you know running water and electricity all these different things that's exactly how we should be when we're talking about our father in heaven we should be so dependent upon him and just saying hey daily God I'm going to get up every morning daily and I'm going to ask you for the things that I need I'm going to say God you know give us today the things that I need the bread that I need to survive and and it that's something that we should get in the habit of doing every single day. You know, don't try to pray in advance, but just take it day by day and just say, hey, I'm daily depending on who you are and what you're doing in my life. So every day when you wake up, and the second word is um, needs. Give us today the thing that we need. We need the thing that we need. So maybe, maybe you have a potty mouth. And you need God to come to you. And he knows that you're going to get mad. And he knows that you're going to sprout off some things that you shouldn't say. So he, maybe you need to wake up and just say, hey, God, you know, I know that today I'm going to end up getting upset at my work. Or I'm going to end up getting upset at the kids. Or I'm going to end up, you know, just seeing somebody cut me off in traffic. And I'm going to get mad and I'm going to say something. You know, give me the strength, God, to not uh, just give in to those things and just say blah, 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 the things I shouldn't say. Or maybe... You have a big meeting coming up, and you just need God's provision for that meeting, that job interview, the, um, 
maybe, I mean, you just need strength to get through the day. Whatever it may be, it's, it needs to be a daily dependence, not that you're just saying, hey, each month I'm going to pray, but every single day pray for these needs that you have. And then, oh, well, let me read this verse to you really quick. It comes from Lamentations 3.23, and I love this verse. This is one of my favorite verses. I was telling Albert last night, I was like, hey, I'm so glad that I get to use this verse today uh, because I, I typically use it for, you know, the students if they're having – you know, a tough time, and, and they're just going through a lot of things in their life, which a lot of our students do in the youth group. Um, and I take them to this verse, and I just say, hey, look, um, great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh every morning. Every morning. He has new mercies stored up. That means that he knows exactly what you're going to need tomorrow. He knows exactly what you're going to say tomorrow that you shouldn't say. He knows exactly what you're going to do that you shouldn't do or or he knows exactly how much strength you're going to need for the rest of the day. And he knows how he can get that to you and what he can do for you. And he has those mercies already stored up in heaven for you. And how awesome is it that our God is looking ahead into our future and saying, okay, Amy's really going to need a boost tomorrow when she's at work and she's sitting there and she's just bored. She's going to need a little bit of my strength. I have that mercy stored up for her in advance. How cool is it that our Father in heaven with Father's Day coming up, our Father in Heaven looks ahead and sees that provision for our life and stores it up for us. It's so neat to think about that because, and then the kids, they're like, most of our students, they don't have fathers. So they're, it's hard for them to kind of grasp the whole Father's Day and Jesus being our Father, God being our Father, and just Jesus being awesome. And, and just it's hard for them to grasp that to an extent. And so it's just really kind of fun to just take them here and say, hey, look, your Father loves you. He's going to provide for you. And he's got this whole store of mercies every single day that you wake up. They're new. It's new. So a daily dependence upon him and, and just knowing that God has mercy stored up in heaven for you. Amen? He knows what you're going to go through. He absolutely knows. So wake up every day this week. Every day this week. Wake up every day. And before maybe you're driving to work or maybe even before you get out of bed, just wake up and just, you know, begin to thank God and, and go through go through your prayer and just pray, God, I know you have mercy stored up for me today, and you know exactly what I'm going to go through. But today, God, I just ask that you just intervene, that you just come and you give me exactly what I need to get through this day. And then the next day, do the exact same thing, and he will provide for you, and you will see a difference in your work life, in your, in, in your prayer life, you'll see a big, huge difference, and it's going to be really awesome for you, and, that, and I just want that for you so much. Introduce prayer into your goals, your workouts, your hobbies, your work life, and your study time. Um, introduce goals and prayer into your goals and stuff like that. I was thinking about this the other day. I was at work, and, and uh, I know a couple of years ago I tried to lose weight. Um, I was I stayed at one weight for a very long time, um, and then I went. I was like, I'm gonna go on a little diet and lose a little bit of weight, you know. And then I lost like 15 pounds, and then I gave up, <laughs> and then I gained like 30 pounds, and then I gained like 10 more pounds after that, and then I started working at the bank and I gained a little bit more weight, and just kept gaining weight because now I'm sitting behind the desk all day, and I don't get to do a whole lot of moving, you know. So I started gaining more and more weight. It's kind of wild. It's just crazy. So I told Albie, I was like, Albie, listen, I got to do something. I'm getting huge. I'd see pictures of myself, and I was like, golly, 
there's like a what is that uh, am i wearing a fat suit or what, what and i'm like nope that's just you know me you know so like I, i'm the fat suit <laughs> and so and i was like man that is crazy so i started you know watching what i was eating watching my calorie intake a little bit and i just started doing that and i seen a few pounds go you know and, and it wasn't really happening very fast and i started to think i was like you know this time i'm going to do something a little bit different I'm gonna start introducing prayer into my diet, and so I did. I started praying every day when I woke up. I was like, God, today I'm gonna have a, a awesome chance to go eat a big fudge round in a minute, and uh, I just ask that you give me strength not to go eat the big fudge round and then follow it down with another fudge round, you know. And then maybe later on I have another one, you know. Just keep going with the fudge rounds. Uh, help me not to do that today, <laughs> you know. And I just started praying and introducing prayer into my workouts and. And I would say, God, I'm getting ready to go and run. Please give me strength to keep running and keep moving. You know, I know I'm going to be sucking air in a second. I'm just, <coughs> you know, like that whole deal. After 60 seconds of running, I was about to, I thought I was going to have a heart attack at one point because I started getting real hot and I was like dizzy. And I was like, man, I need to start running with somebody or I'm going to die one day and nobody's going to find me until like next week and I'm just going to be in the ditch. <laughs> and so I started like taking my buddies with me. But. You know, I just pray every time before I leave while I'm stretching. I do my stretches. I just sit there and pray, God, you know, I'm getting ready to run. I'm a fat guy. I may break an ankle, you know. Strengthen my ankles. Strengthen my knees. Strengthen me, you know. And I've seen a huge improvement. I tried the whole couch to 5K thing two years ago. Was it two years ago, Leslie? Was it last, last year? I tried it last year. I got to two weeks and gave up. I <laughs> It wasn't even hard yet. I was only like, what, 60 seconds of running and a minute 30 of walking, and you vary in between. You do the whole high-intensity interval training. And I, I just gave up. I was like, man, this is too much. I'm too fat to be running, you know, and it's too hot, and I'm just I'm giving up. But I started introducing God into my prayer life. Not my prayer life, but God, my prayer into my workout life, sorry. And then I started to see really big improvements in my workout life. And you may think, well, God don't really care about you know your workout life and he don't care about how much weight you lose but you know I, he does care because paul says that he trains his body like an athlete that he may be able to you know run the race and run it effectively and, and efficiently and so if paul's doing it guess what i want to do it too and we should do it too so if you are doing a little diet if you're doing a workout introduce prayer into that you'll see a huge difference in that and i can say i've lost I don't want to say 22, which last night it said 22 pounds, but I, I'm going to stick with 17 because it may just be fluctuated. I don't know. But so I, I know for a fact I've lost 17 pounds in the last two months, and I've just been working really hard, and, and I, I give God the glory for it. I don't think it's anything that I can do because I love to eat food and sit on the couch. Okay, that's what I like to do. But God is he's motivating me. He's giving me strength, and he can do that for you too. Introduce prayer into your work life. Here's a big one because a lot of us work and a lot of us have people that we work with that we don't like them. <laughs> you know, like they're kind of weird. You know, especially Abby. She works with so many different people, like 450 different people that she works with. It's crazy. She's bound to find somebody she don't like, right? And actually, it was really cool because we were going through the Corinthian series and it was a really good series. I, me and I were talking about last night how we thought Corinthian series is probably one of the best series we've gone through in a while. And Pastor Ben did an awesome job. Kudos. And um, and we were talking about it, and she was like, and I remember her telling me a story during the Corinthian series where she just got so upset at one of her bosses. And normally, my wife is the type of person that will go to you and confront you 
and tell you exactly what she's thinking, and then she'll go on about her business. That's just how she does things. And that's how she is, and she would get mad and go off, and that's just she would, then she would leave. That's just how Albie is, kind of, well, was, I guess I should say. But she got so mad at, at this support manager that was there, and he, he had got on her, or no, he had said something that wasn't true about her. He had lied about her, and then lied to her about it. And she don't like lying, so she got so upset. And she goes out in the car, and she's just sitting there, and she's praying. And she remembered something that Pastor Ben had talked about during the series, about how it's like, you know, what does it matter? Just accept the injustice and go on, right? It's in uh, Second First Corinthians 6, chapter 6. Just accept the injustice as injustice and, and move on about your business. Well, I always sat there, and she prayed, and she prayed, and she said, God, just help me to accept this injustice in my life. And then she got up out of the car, and she went back in, and she was fine. And it was awesome that she was able to just sit there and compose herself just by speaking God's truth into her life and God's word into her life. Introducing that prayer into her work life changed her work life. And it was just really cool. And then it can happen for you, too. I know that we all have different things that we go through throughout the day. Maybe you have a job that you don't necessarily like too much or maybe, you know, just whatever. But prayer into your work life, you will see a huge change throughout your day at work. Maybe you have a big meeting, a big job interview, whatever that may be. You can introduce God into that and then prayer into that. And, and every day before, not every day, but every time I go for a job interview, I do two things, you know, obviously. I sit there in the truck, and I just sit there and I just pray. God, if it's your will, let me say what you want me to say. You know, I just continuously pray for God's will. I know that I'm not smart enough to get a job, okay? I know that I'm not witty enough, you know. And I, I just know that on my own, I'm not good enough to do things. So I just have to daily just depend on him and, and depend on what he's going to do in my life and just say, God, listen, if you want me to get this job, I'll get it because, you know, you're going to speak through me and you're going to use me. And, um, and that's just how I believe things should work. And so um, whenever you have that job interview, if you have that big meeting that you're going to, introduce prayer into that and you'll see a huge, huge change in what you're doing. Bible study, that's huge. Introduce prayer into your Bible study. I don't think you should ever pick up your Bible and just start reading without saying, Holy Spirit, lead me through what you're saying here. Show me what you're saying. Show, reveal to me what, what, is, what it really means and what is changing in me. You know, just, And you'll see changes in your, in your prayer life then. You'll see changes in your study life. It is amazing what God can do if you just ask him to show you what you're reading. Because a lot of times, I mean, it's really cool we're doing that Bible study at Sean's, and there's some Christians there that have been Christians for a long time, like Ernie and Karen, and, and there's a guy that comes, his name's Bill, and, and they just read and read and read and read. And it's so cool for us younger people to sit around and just to get to hear them uh, talk about the Bible because we'll be going through James right now. We're going through James, and, and, and they'll read something, and they'll say, you know, I've been reading this chapter or this verse. I've read it my whole life, read it probably 100 times. But it wasn't until this week when I was reading this verse that it popped out at me. You know, just in their prayer time, they would say, Holy Spirit, lead me through what you want me to know and what you want me to see. And you'll see huge changes in your prayer and study life, and it's just going to be awesome for you. And I want that for you as well. I want God to be able to speak to you and shape him, you into what he needs you to be and just be a light to our community. And our, our theme this week for our camp was, you know, different to make a difference. And we talked about to the kids how, you know, each one of our kids have had such tragedy in their past. 
most of them have, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to go into any of the stories, but if I told you the stories, you would just weep. It, it is so sad to hear what the kids have gone through in, in my youth group, and, and those are the kids I love. You know, those are my kids. I, I want to be able to protect them and just love them. And I just know, though, that they have this baggage from their past. And it's just, it's just they're so different than any other kids. You know, like I think about my childhood growing up. I had an awesome childhood. You know, I, I had all these things that I needed. And, you know, some of the things that I really wanted, I got those. And my parents loved me, and they were supportive, and, and just all kinds of great stuff. And, and these kids didn't get that. I was like, man, why, what's different, you know? And I believe myself that we don't go through anything in our life for nothing. I don't think you just go through things in life for no purpose, for no reason. I think we go through everything that we go through for a purpose, for a reason. I think Jesus has something planned for that reason you're going through that. And, and, and I tell these kids, I told them over the weekend, and we had different speakers, and each one of them told them, you know, you've gone through a lot, but it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter what you've gone through. Because, you know, you're different, and you can make a difference by being different. You've had a different life growing up. You can have, you can make a difference on someone else that's going through the same exact thing, you know, in that you can make a huge difference in their life. And it's just so awesome to think about that. I love my students here at Bethesda Youth. You guys love Bethesda Youth? I know we only have, you know, a couple here today, but it's awesome because, you know, in youth nights, there's a lot more than what comes to church. There's, I think Leslie and Ben had 14 the other night. It was just really awesome just to know that, you know, our kids are showing up and, and, and getting to learn about Jesus, and they're getting a whole new, I mean, it's amazing, Ernie. It's awesome to see these kids make huge strides in, in their prayer life and, and just see amazing things that God's doing in their life. And it's just so amazing. I, I love it. It's, it's my favorite thing in the world to see these kids succeed. And I want to see you guys succeed as well. And I hope that this week you will go and you will say, hey, I just want to ask you, God, for the things that I need today. And each day you'll learn to have that daily, daily dependence on him and your Father in heaven. And just that daily dependence. It's very key. Jesus says, give us today what we need. Leslie, if you'll come. Everybody will stand. You know, last night and all week, it's been like a recurring theme of father, father, and different types of things and different situations. I hear people talking about adoption, and, and I hear people talking about different things. And it's really neat because, you know, we're going through this series, Our Father. And last night, we had Shantae and Rebecca Reveley. They came and led worship for us at our youth camp. And she got up there, and she was telling the story about how when she was, like, very young, her father passed away from lung cancer, and, and she didn't get to know her father. So she's, she calls Jesus Daddy. She calls God Daddy. He's her father. You know, we call him Abba, Father, from Romans 8. And, and so she just calls him Daddy, and then she talks to the kids about that, not even knowing that we're in the series of Our Father. And it was just so neat to hear her speak about that. But she said something that really caught my attention. You know, I was like, man, that's really good. But she said, you know, I need you to know who you are. Do you realize who you are? And the kids kind of had a puzzled face. They're like, well, I know who I am. She was like, well, you know who you are, but do you know who you really, truly, truly are? 
you're a child of the one true king. You are a child of God. You are a child of his. And it was just so amazing that it struck me right off the bat. That's who we are. That's who we are, guys. We are children of God. And he's our father. And, and we get the request and have this very awesome dependence upon him. It's just so amazing to think about that. He is our father. everybody will just close your eyes and bow their heads. I just want to pray over us real quickly. Father, I thank you so much. I know that I haven't had much sleep, and I know that I've just been tired and wore out. Father, I thank you that you gave me strength, that you gave me the courage and knowledge to say what was said and to do what was done. Father, I just, I just thank you so much for this union people being here. And Father, I ask that you go with them this week. Father, you continually remind them that daily, daily, they need you daily. That daily, they need to wake up and just say, Father, I'm going to go through something rough today. Maybe, maybe I'm going to go through something really cool or, or, or maybe I am going to get upset and say some things I shouldn't say or, or maybe I am going to try to embellish on that story just a little bit just to kind of seem cooler. But Father, I know that you have mercy stored up for them. So Father, I ask that you give them the mercies, that they wake up each day and they accept those awesome, beautiful mercies that you've stored up for them. Father, give them courage, give them strength, give them comfort, Father. And as we pray for ourselves and in this section of our prayer, Father, we just ask for your provision in our lives. We ask for, for uh, your provision over this church, Bethesda. Father, that you just bless this place, that you bless our pastors, Pastor Drew and Leslie. That you just encourage them, bolden them, God, lift them up. Strengthen us as a group and as a people and as a family. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.